Greetings and welcome to the latest episode of Elite Banter. I'm your host, Adam, coming out of Josie, the big smoke, the big cheese. And with me, as always, is Matt, coming from the Western Cape, George, 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 George. <laughs> How are you? Uh, not too bad, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I don't know why I repeated George several times. I was probably thinking about a man named George. But anyway, I don't know. I don't know. You always like to rub it in that I'm from the small town. Yeah, but maybe your life's more fulfilling living in a small town oh. compared to the big city. All right. So we have quite a bit to talk about. Uh, actually, we got South Africa versus France. South Africa losing to France in the bidding process, but winning on the field. Johan van Kran, <laughs> yeah, van Kran leaving the box to go to Munster mid tour, um, and a lot of international rugby and. Some more international rugby next week, and even if, if we maybe get their Pro 14. So, what what do you want to start off with first? Uh, South Africa losing to France, or South Africa beating France? Let's start with the with the 2013. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. 20, 2013, 2023. Sorry. All right. So, uh, yeah. so tell yeah, me but... the, the very second, uh, the, the second you heard or saw that France won the 2023 bid, what was your initial reaction? Well. When it was Wednesday, I was in the office. I think Sylvia had just brought in my coffee. Yeah, yeah about three o'clock. Sylvia just brought in my coffee. I saw that that notification pop up on Facebook, and yeah, I, I can't say I wasn't too surprised to be honest though. Why do you say that? Well, I don't know. It's just I tend. To, I don't know. I, as optimistic as I was after that. After us getting getting the nod in the through that in, independent review and all that, <laughs> I, comments, yeah. uh, I still tended to be a bit more. I don't know. I tend to be a bit more of a cynic and a yeah. pessimist, especially when it comes to some sort of committee voting. <laughs> you, you're not a cynic. You're, cynic for any other reason but to protect yourself, Matt. The cynics, yeah. the cynics yeah, yeah. did to, to protect themselves. <laughs> As, I'm a cynic. I'm a cynic just so that I'm not disappointed. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'm in the same boat. So as you said, um, you weren't that surprised. Look, I wasn't fully surprised. I was half expect. I was, look, it, little surprised. Let's go, a little surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now, and now that we're at least a few days after the announcement, how do you feel about it now? Uh, let's see. It would have been nice here. We were, chances are good I've been going basically all it means in my life is I'm not going to be watching those games in the stadium yes that's true and yeah it's taken it's it's how 23 it's six years away for me to come to terms with that so I think I'll be fine well um yeah I, I'm kind of I've I've gotten closure I, I've yeah. gone through the whole grieving process very quickly when it first happened I remember I was also sitting at work logged on to the video feed on YouTube Sat there with my arms crossed, watching, 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 thinking, okay, well, we got the report, but, you know, they've been saying some nice things about it. And then um, the name of France is revealed, and I just thought to myself, what the hell? What, what, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was a little bit apoplectic, as, as you saw from my Facebook status of France, three question marks, which, as, as you know, is not my style. I'm there was also a WTF, if I, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, or, or kind of, you can think of a meme meme face with, with like a dude with a left eyebrow, or he, he's just very confused. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was very pissed off, very, very pissed off just due to World Rugby sheer talking crapness about saying, oh, it's an independent report, etc., etc., and the World, I don't, World Council I don't just craps all over it. 
look, I don't. I think you've got to sort of separate the report from the from the council voting. I reckon there's there's still value and credit in the report and us sort of winning the report. It's just the council itself decided to go against the report that they asked for. Let's be honest. There were other other reasons besides yeah. the report that no, France got. It's true. And look, South Africa hasn't exactly covered itself in glory. We don't need to talk about that in, in the last yeah. few weeks. But I just built Beaumont's, uh, the World Rugby head honcho, just saying, no, it was a transparent process. Oh, but it's a secret vote. So there was an inherent contradiction uh, in that. I know he backed the report, but I just think it makes... World Rugby, a bit of a laughing stock, I know. Didn't yeah. the two, I mean, they say it's a secret vote and all that, but I mean, within hours of the vote, it sort of came out that the two African votes went against us. Yes, the Confederation of African Rugby, which is the, whose president is Moroccan, and as we know, their second language is French. It's a former, yeah. French, former French colony, so we maybe should have, expected but then i saw tweets saying oh no this is our last chance to host it and so on and so forth look now i'm i'm fine with it i'm down with it maybe with all all, all that's going on po- politics wise maybe just keep things a bit simpler and hey it's going to be nice I, I do think though that if i was ireland it should have gone to ireland I- i'll say yeah, that no, yeah i'm definitely on the, if it wasn't us it should have been ireland i'm yes. definitely in that camp yes and water rugby the, I, I, they essentially they just took the biggest pay package that the French are offering them. And then they, they say that, oh, more money will be going to the unions that need it and to grow the game, etc., etc. Well, I'm not seeing it. Mind you, when we, get, when we talk about some of the international games, we're seeing some growth on the field. All in all, a bit bitter, a bit of a bureaucratic shambles, and maybe we'll bid for the next one. But, <coughs> yeah, a bit awkward. Anyway. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's my my professional background. You know, being an attorney, you may prepare the best evidence, i.e., get the report in your favour. Yes. But fuck it, a magistrate's always going <laughs> to surprise you with their decision in the end. Uh, and look, as as a former journalist and now content writer, uh, I've I've seen a lot of rubbish in my time, and see a lot of rubbish every day. And this just just kind of it happened. It happened. So let, let's, let's, uh, I guess we just need to move on and bring on 2027, eh? We've better for the last three or four. Heck, what's another one? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, look, I mean, <laughs> they just have to amend the date slightly. Yeah. Just, just, just scratch it out and then just like put some tippics there and put a seven. And, that, and, yeah. then, we, <laughs> and then we should be fine. Just hit control F on the word document and just swap out. Easy enough. Control C, control V. You know, that's not the process. Save, save taxpayers some money. Uh, well, then let's actually turn to on-the-field action. South Africa, we managed to squeak it against France, 18-17. Not the most glorious of performances. Uh, we had a try by Dylan Lades. Who uh, yeah, Lades' try, I was impressed by. I yeah. like that. Yeah, he's, impre- he's done well. And then we had, unfortunately, Jesse Creel getting a try. That South Africa <laughs> tried tried extremely hard to stuff up. Uh, and, and the officials nearly did it for us. Uh, and then towards the end, we had a, had a bit of keep ball. And then we managed to get the results. Your thoughts, generally, for the game? What yeah, comes I mean, like, like I think I told you yesterday, I didn't watch the game live. Yeah. And today, I I didn't watch the entire game. Did, did the rest Did the rest make the, it better? Yeah, I watched the highlights first. It, it's worrying when they condense 80 minutes into seven. You didn't miss so, much. No, well, exactly. So I watched. Yeah, I watched the highlights, and then I thought, no, man. That was a bit of a shallow skim, so I 
sort of watched it, watched the game at double speed and then slowed down again, watch parts at regular speed and that. But yeah, didn't, ugh, you know, the game wasn't that inspiring, really. I mean, I'm glad we won, but I mean, to beat France by a point is not something to be super excited about. I'm sure Alistair Katia did his usual. Oh, speech, lots, some, of, yeah. lots, lots of good things to take home from yeah. this. You know, yeah, the boys are learning, happy with them, proud of them, and all that. I'm pretty sure I've missed about three words out of his speech, but that I think would have been the content of it. Yeah, but well, yeah, from what I saw, I mean, the changes we made between last week and this week w- were impactful, mm. except, except for I think Pollard left. He missed like 11 points or something. Yeah, he left a lot of points on the field. Definitely. Which is, yeah, which would have, I mean, 17, 18, 11 points would have made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But he's, he, the rest of his play that I noticed wasn't too bad. Yeah, uh, Dwayne helped out quite a bit in the loose forwards there from what I saw. All in all, it's sort of a, yeah, it's the same as I watched Justice League on Friday and someone asked me how it was. Mm. Yeah, it was just, yeah, which is, I think, pretty much sums up, <laughs> sums up this game as well for the box. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Africa... So Africa's performance of against France was yeah, the um, film version of the Justice League. That's yeah. I mean, if, if this game was on Rotten Tomatoes, it'd be sitting on forty three percent right yeah, now. Yeah, and and uh, they even delayed that. But uh, yeah, well, I, well, talking about those changes, I, I think I mean I was chatting to uh, a guy, was texting him, and he was complaining about France offense that uh, he didn't see him much. I actually personally think France offense. He was the most effective change in the team. He he kept things ticking along nicely. He moved the ball along. It was solid on defense. And uh, overall, I think he made a very good contribution. I know he didn't do a lot of the flash stuff. But um, I think he's a much closer version to Jan Serpentin. Then, then uh, Damien, I don't know who, thank goodness, didn't get off the bench. I know we're taking bets on the Elite Banter group about uh, the chances <laughs> of him clotheslining the French fly half Anthony uh, Bielu. Uh, to cost uh, South Africa the game, and he could have, he absolutely could have. But uh, I thought Fenta uh, had a very good game. Um, Pollard, yeah, you can still see he's rusty, but he offers a lot more, um, at least with ball in hand at the game line. Ross Crinia, very meh. I'm still incredibly disappointed. Really, Page isn't getting some time. Uh, Thor, he did okay. He was solid, which is fine. I brought a bit of calmness. Amma, so looking at the loose trio, uh, low at six, Khaleesi at seven, Vermeulen at eight. How nice does it look? That looks. Inter- no, it's a no, it's a nice loose trio. Yes. Like I said, uh, yeah, Thor didn't bring you know a huge change, but he brought mm. just a level of consistency that we need. Yeah, and, and that's all we, need. we just need a cool head there for now. Yeah, and the the four pack did some good work. I'm just looking at a couple of stats. Malcolm Marks two turnovers as as always. Even Edsbeth made the most carries. They didn't make that many meters. Lutiago. I don't know. Sometimes I always worry that he's like an owl. He's just blinking all the time. as his contacts have come loose or something. But he made 24 tackles. Um, and Pollard made 11 kicks from hand. A lot of it was pretty average stuff. Same as um, Krinia. Very much so. And so so overall, a, a very meh performance. Um, but uh, looking... I mean, coming out of that game, both Marks and Itzabeth are under injury clouds. They've, they've gone for scans. So it's very possible that it might not be available against Italy next week. 
which is going to be fun for Bongi to play his first game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, all those caps. Or we're going to see Chili Chili Boy just skip over Bongi and start it. Because has done that before as well, hasn't he? And I've been warning about this. I've warned about this. That this is a ticking time bomb. The fact he's not giving these guys times off the bench. In fairness, Kitsoff does get time off the bench. In Yankani, not so much. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. What, what's what's Kutsu playing at? Why, why are these guys even on tour if he doesn't trust them? I was, I was quite glad Daniel Dupree got on and he showed some uh, smart hands, just like his brother Jean-Luc, who yeah. didn't go on tour. So, I mean, I'm quite excited that he's also on tour. Um, but Elton didn't get in the field, but I, I could live with that. Uh, same as Damien. Yeah, look, I, consider, yeah, I, consider, I mean, Elton's played enough minutes before this that if he, misses, if he doesn't come out for the rest of the tour, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's had the whole of the whole of the French tour to SA. Mm. So no, and and most of the rugby championship. So, um, yeah. but looking ahead to Italy next week, which you know is a crunch, <laughs> it's a crunch game. You never know. Um, <laughs> I would really love to see. I just could see her make way for Galant. Uh I just he's. I just could see as a either a five out of six player every single week. He's not going to offer you more than he already does, and he's kicking. Uh, it isn't big enough or accurate enough. He, he's just—he's yeah, a very good Super Rugby player, but I just don't think he's international class. Um, otherwise, I'd love to see Creel just dropped for Am, give Am a go, and I'd love to see uh, Rudy Page get given a go. Maybe Obanami will get a go uh, as well. And if uh, Itzabeth doesn't co- doesn't come through, Mustat will step up. Peter Seth's toy move onto the bench. Uh, any other changes you, you maybe would like make for next week against Italy? No, backline changes, as you say, mm. and then yeah, then it's just really injury coverage in the front row, in the in the forwards. Yeah, uh, I mean our forward pack has actually been very decent this this season. It's just the backs have been absolutely criminal. And Jesse Creel, like, the couple of times he actually straightened the line, he looked a heck of a lot better. Yeah, but, he, he managed to actually make a couple of meters from what I saw this weekend. Yeah, he did. He did, but again, he fell into the trap somewhat of uh, drifting towards a touch line and cutting down the space as outside man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's generally Kusan that he cuts off like that. Uh, I mean, the one one French try they did score was off a high ball. I think the French were, uh, they missed a trick by not kicking more at us. Yeah. And, and they were pretty poor, I must admit. They showed must, as as little creation as, 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 as we did. Speaking of the French, though, um, that replacement scrum off, uh, Saren, mm. how was he not starting? He's a fantastic little player. Dude, did you what, see? No, I must admit. Um, no, he's, he's, he, okay, he's, he's he's the one who picked up the yellow yeah, yeah, for yeah. pulling marks back, but then came back after the yellow and immediately essentially scored, the try. scored that yes. try at the end of the game. Yes, that's, that's right. I don't know, dude. When it comes to the French, um, anything's possible. I just know that to King Louis, uh, Louis Picamol. Admit, ad, ad, admittedly, he's built like a 12 year old and looks like he's 12, but. Besides, and I know the French like a big side. I mean, look at Bastura. But yeah, I don't know. He, he ran circles around our guys when he was on ice. Well, maybe, maybe we're tiring. And, and, and the, the French, they're 9 and 10, I think, at the combined age of 42 or 43. So it's quite a young halfback pairing. Yeah. But it's, I mean, when it comes, we're, we're essentially the France of the Southern Hemisphere right now. So and, <laughs> and France are the, the South Africa of the Northern Hemisphere. So anything's uh, possible. Uh, everything's predictable. Um, all right, so leave it at that. Hopefully, we beat Italy. And, and the sad truth is, we're actually still on track for three from four, right now. It's one and one. I know we we both said we'd be satisfied with three from four from this tour, 
And as uh, I mean, as as our Twitter account posted yesterday, this victory was like drinking very bitter coffee. You need the energy boosts, but you know that that coffee it just didn't. Taste. Yeah, we needed the win, but at what cost did that win come? Oh, no, it was turgid. I, mean, I, I I drank a bit of wine over the course of the game, and uh, I might have nodded off for five minutes, and I woke up, but nothing had changed. It looks like I was, I was in the same same position. Um, right, uh, that uh, talk talk talking. Uh, uh, about the more things change, the more they uh, stay the same. England versus Australia, some very controversial refereeing decisions. You know, I like it when Australia lose sometimes, but uh, just to immediately go yeah. to the main talking point of that match for me, uh, Australia goes over for a try. Corey Betty, Stephen Moore, God bless him, gets in the way, and it's ruled that he's obstructing the tackle, and uh, the try is disallowed. I thought that was absolute nonsense. Uh, the English weren't going to stop. Uh, Corey Betty from touching down. The Aussies already had a try correctly, I would say. I would actually say that they, that try correctly was ruled out because Michael Hooper was in front of the kicker. But the, yeah. uh, that try changed the game. And then, as you said, the Aussies dropped their heads. And, yeah, they dropped. Yeah. Yeah, once they lost that try, I mean, then they just dropped their heads and the next two tries just rolled over because they stopped caring. Yeah. But yeah, the, the Moore one was difficult because, look, the guy picked his line and sort of kept going on his line. He didn't change his line. So he wasn't necessarily, you know, running to cut off cut off the England player. But at the same time, I mean, to the letter of the law, you can see why the, the team would have gone with obstruction. But yeah, I don't think either it was necessarily the right call. No, another do I. And Australia actually played played the better rugby. If I was Eddie Jones, yes, you got the result. And I guess, in fairness, good sides get results when they play badly. Yeah. Australia played most of the rugby. Um, and England got two opportunistic tries. So I, I, England, England are far from the finished project. If I was New Zealand, even Australia, I felt Australia a little bit unlucky. Australia could beat them on another day. If I'm New Zealand, um, I wouldn't be too worried about this English team right now. Yeah, well, I mean, you say that. Look, New Zealand barely squeaked ahead of Scotland. Yes, that's true. And Alistair Hogg, oh my, he, he nearly probably got tax-free citizenship yeah. for life in Scotland at the end. Almost. Look, as I, I've said this a couple of times this weekend, mm. Hogg had to pass that ball when he passed the ball. It's just a pity there was no one there to catch it. Oh, maybe he could have yeah. cut inside. Uh, he, I mean, <laughs> one minute to go, cut inside, stay in field, hope your support gets there, and you still have the ball, and also you're getting closer to the try line. You're not giving your fly half. No, sorry, I'm, I'm really supporting here. Uh, I'm being a bit, a bit hardcore, but I mean... Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I understand what you're saying, but you got to also... you got, I mean, yeah, for us, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I mean, I really... I don't think he should. Uh, he looked so hard on himself, and he, you could see after that game he, in his mind he'd thrown that game away from them. And I really, I think it may have been not necessarily 100% the right choice, but shit, the odds were definitely in his favour to have to make that pass. Yeah, it's unlucky, and it was a thrilling yeah. finish. Thrilling finish to what had been quite an attritional game. And look, all, all due credit to Scotland, they they defended incredibly well for, for the majority of the match. Um, I mean, New Zealand, I think the first trial was Cody Taylor going over in the corner. Uh, they just uh, created the space like one yeah. other man. But the other try um, for Barrett, uh, that was classy. All, all credit from Sonny Bill. He gets a hell of a lot of stick in New Zealand. But when he gets it right, being able to offload, I, I can't remember who he offloaded to, but the next man then put Barrett into space, who just seared, just seared, his, seared the guy on his outside and no, rounded him Barrett, for the try. No one was going to catch but no one was going to catch Barrett there. Oh, no, he's, no he's, he's, he, is, he, is the, he is the world's best tenant. I don't know about you, but it feels like New Zealand, they, I don't know, they've blooded a lot of youngsters, but they 
pretty much have only gotten up to fourth gear or the three and a half gears uh, yeah, most they, of the yeah, season not... are a couple performances yeah I think yeah, like you said blooding guys and all that uh, at this stage now I think from after this tour from next year's tests and that mm. we're going to see a comp- we're going to see a more focused and aggressive New Zealand coming into the World Cup yeah I, I think the, the Kiwis they've done so well in building their depth which is something Alistair Kutsia has not done and I, look, I re- no, reiterated again Alistair yeah. just Alice has done the opposite of building depth. No, exactly. Marks isn't going to play next week. And uh, sorry for interrupting you. Mbonambi is going to get his first start, and he has he he doesn't even have a full half of international football over this entire test season. I'm sure. I mean, I mean, he's got how many? Bongi's got essentially as many caps as he's got minutes now. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Not to be mean. Not to be mean, but. But for each cap, he's essentially got got a minute. Yeah, yeah. it's um, it's just shocking planning. Same as your hunt for Kran leaving mid tour. Um, I just don't, I don't see the value in it. And I know, same as uh, Doctor Fenter, he's also not going to be involved uh, from a yeah. defensive point of view in in our next game. It's just a very shoddy planning. So I really just hope Rassi, when he gets back, uh, he sits down. Whoever the coach may be, I really hope they get like those reports of Kusir being sacked at the end of the tour. True. We shall see. And just just common sense, some common sense thinking. But um, anyway, going back going back to that uh, New Zealand game, very, very close. Uh, and good on Scotland for, for putting in a, a very, very fine effort. Um, same as Fiji. Fiji, they came very close to beating. And it was more of an Irish second string side, but they only lost 23-20. And Nemanja Nadolo, I don't know if you had the chance to catch the highlights. Oh, you know, I mean, he was super rugby fantasy gold. And I think yes. the, one, the one Fijian try gets the ball, has no space. There's a little dinks of past uh, his defender in front of him, runs through him, draws the man, uh, passes to the Fijian nine, and goes under the post for a try. And there's also another intercept try as well. And, you know, Ireland got the result, the most second string side. But I think come World Cup time, the people, it, it's going to just be like every single World Cup. I don't, I, the Pacific Island teams are very scary. Especially in that sort of knockout football, to, to use wasn't, that term. Wasn't the Dolo kicking again? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I do like it when he kicks, though. He's such. Yeah, no, next week. Next like week, chuckle seeing him kick. Yeah, he's like an elephant. Uh, he's he's like an elephant ice skating. He's so yeah. he's so bloody graceful. He's got a very very smooth kicking style. As well, I remember the first time I saw him kick, I thought he kicks as well. Is there anything he cannot do? <laughs> like, let's put him on. Let's put him on to, uh, you know, the Gripper Gate. Let's see what what he can do there with his all-round skills. But anyway, uh, I just I digress. Yeah. And then Wales, Wales versus Georgia. I I I read some. The, the Welsh were very naughty in this game. I know you especially have have a soft spot uh, for the Georgians. Georgia had a lot of uh, yeah. Well, then yeah, there was some shenanigans with the Welsh scrums, but that makes sense because from mm. the highlights that I saw every time Georgia got a scrum they managed to get a kickable penalty out of it because they just milked the Welsh for a, scr- for a penalty <laughs> I think the only scrum I saw in the highlights that Wales managed to come out on top on was one of the five was one five meters out and in front of their posts that it was if they didn't stop that scrum they were going to lose seven points so well the game was winding down uh, and the reason the Georgians got so upset was because the the referee ruled uncontested scrums even though i think it was the walsh uh, one of the, a couple of the walsh replacement props for whatever reason i think one was substituted off he had an injury 
Um, I'm not quite sure what the other reason was. Uh, they supposedly couldn't come back onto the field. And so instead of doing the uncontested yeah. scrum, they, they, they kicked for the corner, uh, turned phases, and then the ball got turned over. And the coach afterwards, the Georgian coach, uh, also a Kiwi, they're exporting a lot of coaches, he said if they'd had that scrum, they would have won the game. And uh, which is yeah. real pity. And I, I mean, I think you might have said something about this. Georgia are too good for the Nations Cup, but they're not good enough yet to be a mm. tier one nation. And it kind of reminds me of Argentina a few years ago. They, they get yeah, pretty much. Georgia yeah. and. Georgia, yeah, Georgia and 2015 Argentina are essentially the same sort of mold. Yeah, even pre-2015 Argentina, they rely on forward power uh, and their set piece to dominate the opposition. And uh, they, and they're, it's a big, strong, powerful unit. They just lack a bit of subtlety at the moment, but they're going to get better. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, they only lost 13-6, and I really hope that they get into the Six Nations and make it Seven Nations or something like that, because I think it's time. They, they, and they, so they give Italy a good run for their money. Uh, I think it's time that, that Georgia uh, get involved. Georgia-Italy will be a horrible game because <laughs> Italy's just got no forward. So George, all Georgia needs to do is keep ball in hand and they'll just run every ball. Yeah, it could be like 80 minutes of rucking and scrums, which I think the purists which, would enjoy. Which I think, I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty much their, their strategy, I think. <laughs> They've got a guy who kicks, but I don't think he does box kicks or kicks for touch yeah um, he's just there for place kicking to see if he can get the three points yeah it's pretty much and like quarterback. i want to go back though quickly yeah. where you made that comment nana about the pacific islands yes being deadly did you see the score for japan tonga yeah uh tonga got absolutely pumped they, they lost by i think it was 39 6 exactly let's be honest you watch the game half start arguing that japan's a pacific <laughs> I watched about three quarters of the game. Once it's once the wheels came off for Tonga, I was just like, nah, I felt too bad. Leech, Michael Leach is back at captain in Japan, and oh, he was having a field there. Their oh, strategy, which yeah. I think worked really well against Tonga, was put Leach on the wing on attack. Oh, uh, okay. A lot like I say, having Kevin Khaleesi. Um, and yeah, the yeah. Tongan... And I don't think the Tongan, as I mean, the Tongan wings aren't small guys themselves, but no. I don't think they they're used to defending so, an equal to them. <laughs> yeah, usually having having the size of advantage. I mean, you you and I both, Michael Leach, he's a class player, and the fact that I know they're going to make all the Sunwolves guys essentially going to be the Japanese team. That's going to be like the Yagiaris. The Sunwolves are going to essentially be the Japanese side, and they got a coach in Jamie Joseph. Yeah, Jamie Joseph, and then uh, what's his face from the Highlanders? Tony Brown. No, the defense coach. What's his name? Uh, I'll I, give up. But I'm drawing back. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. The, he's defense coach for Japan now. And it's also showing. They were great on defense against Tonga. They, no, they'll be very, very competitive. As long as South Africa doesn't play them. And as, as we've chatted, chatted. <laughs> yeah. No, we know. We know. We're not in their group. No. And everybody's still they, cracking jokes on how they, to win. They're in Ireland's group. They're in Ireland's group. Yeah. And, I mean, and Scotland. They're a very decent. I think it's Scotland. They're a very decent shot, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, to finish second in their group. So it'll be very interesting to, to mark their progress. Um, just a quick mention of uh, Argentina. They uh, beat Italy. Um, 30 odd, like 15 odd roundabouts. But not really going to delve in into that one. I'm just glad Argentina picked up a win. And it makes yeah, things... no, they need the win. Yeah, they exactly. Need... They've been pretty poor uh, and softened Italy up. 
Now, just t- turning attention to um, games next week, so I know we've already touched on this a bit. South Africa versus Italy. Etzebeth will probably be missing. Dwan van Mullen might be wearing the captain's armband because Sia is going to be back in South Africa for the for the birth of his child, which is going to be very interesting. So we're going to have a reset loose trio. I'm not quite sure yeah. who, who, unless they bring in Dan Dupree, shift low to six or something like that. Um, that'll be quite interesting. I'm kind of hoping that, as, as we've already discussed, that a lot of the fringe members of the squad are given an opportunity. But uh, for Tutti, as uh, you said, cynicism is to protect us. We don't believe. <laughs> we do not believe. You know, uh, quick prediction uh, for that one. South Africa versus Italy. I Look, I got caught out last year, along with everybody. But I think we're actually going to win this by, I'm going to say, a very optimistic eight points. Yeah, I'm also going to say by eight. Maybe, hopefully more. I'm going to go ten. ten. I'll say by ten. Okay, and who's going to yeah? Who's going to score the first try for South Africa? First try, Bongi and Bonambi. <laughs> That'd be some poetic justice. I, I was going to say Dunelade, but he he he's a shot hot right now. Yeah, no, he's an excellent little finisher. No, like he he arguably should have played earlier than Scorsan. Scorsan's still be middling. If Scorsan got dropped, I wouldn't be that unhappy. But I mean, we've spoken about that. Uh, then it's also Wales versus All Blacks. Uh, All Blacks will win. Uh, I think yeah, no, no yeah All Blacks win. And then arguably, I'll probably say the game of the weekend, Scotland versus Australia. That's going to be very, very interesting. Australians, Australians get like pouty teenagers, especially if in, when they've lost like they just did to England. So they're going to be a bit sulky. Scotland's mm. definitely going to want to prove something after almost getting that close to beating New Zealand. So yeah, no, definitely going to be a good game to watch. Oh, and the last time these two sides clashed in Australia, Scotland won. I remember. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's going to be a good game. So that, I'd probably pick that as the, as the game of the weekend. I'd, I'd back Australia to win, though. But they played a lot better against England, than the scoreline suggests. So I'd, I'd probably back Australia to win that. I'm just going to say, how's Corey Betty? How, his transition um, from league to union. Uh, I know he was a little bit patchy in the beginning. I think he plays for the Rebels, if I stand, stand to be corrected. But he's gradually gotten better. The wisdom into the squad... And he's proving a quality wing, even against South Africa. Um, he's shown that. So I think Australia onto something there. Yeah, no, look, he's he's doing a lot better. He's oh shit, he's not done what Sonny Ball's done and got himself <laughs> a red card, a red card and a yellow and a penalty try from forgetting that he's not playing leagues. So yeah, exactly. He's he's coming out on top in that regard. Yeah, uh, well, it will be a good game. And then England Samoa. Um, I think we expect England. Uh, to beat that and there's a quick mention it is actually pro 14 action the cheaters <laughs> the cheaters i know it, that competition is still going it's cheaters versus edinburgh uh at home though so uh, I'd, I'd like this i'd like to back the cheaters but the fact that they're missing a couple of their front liners and 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 france francois fenter he's actually critical in that lineup so i mean that, that should be a good game hopefully cheaters get a win they're still in uh, in with a shot uh, for the playoffs for the Pro 14. Uh, I, I think that's going to wrap it up for what's coming up. Anything else uh, you want to mention that, uh, that piques your interest? No, I'm having a look at upcoming games. Nothing really interesting besides, you know, the ones we saw. Hmm. Island Argentina, actually. Oh, be, I'm, I must have missed that. Yeah, that's, that's also actually going to be a pretty decent game. That I, should I, be... A- yeah, that should be a fun one. Yeah, I, I imagine Ireland will roll out their front rankers um, for that game. They're not going to take Argentina lightly. Yeah, no, I think 
pity for. Oh, here's a here's a nice one. Hmm. Your Namibia versus Uruguay. <laughs> Where is that? Is that Vintook? I assume it's Vintook. I don't have a venue. I'm just I'm looking back on Namibia. Namibia won that. Yeah, no, it's a nice casual league. That one. It's a good. You know, Namibia should beat Uruguay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we must try and pay more attention to, to the second tier of games uh, because there's a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look there. right at the bottom, to us, Germany are playing Chile next week. Who's SVK? SVK, SVK. Is that Slovakia? Could be. They're playing Cyprus. Cyprus. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, 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 is this Nations Cup or Tier 2? Uh, Rugby Europe Conference 2 South. Oh, gee. Okay. So it's almost like the lower division and the lower, lower division of that lower division. Sort yeah. of vibe. Yeah. Like, heck, I'd go there. Check out a jewel tree, like a local club vibe. Just go there. Yeah. Watch the game. Go to Cyprus. Uh, and check out some fixtures. Um, yeah, see, the, yeah, yeah. At least I'm just looking. At least our games at a reasonable hour this weekend. Wait, what, what time is it? According to this, it says two o'clock, and I'm not sure which two o'clock it is, but at least it's in the afternoon. Yeah, if it's local time, it might be three. I don't know if corrected that. I might be on a cricket field um, for that and watching at the bar, dining my dining my uh, sorrows. Uh, okay, Matt. I think that's uh, that, that's it done. Thanks, uh, thanks as always for your time. And uh, yeah, yeah, I will I will check you next week, and we will complain when the team is named. No doubt on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, no. See you soon. Chat soon. Oh, yeah. Have a good week. Yeah, thanks, man.